Hi, I'm Ruthie, your host of the Consistency Corner podcast. I'm a mom, a full-time marketing director, and cheerleader for other goal-getter women. I'm a retail veteran turned self-taught corporate marketing executive who's dabbled in blogging, network marketing, sales, and coaching. At just 20 years old, I knew someday I wanted to help powerful brands ensure their message was consistent across all channels of the marketplace. And I was always inspired by female-led brands grounded in supporting women. The Consistency Corner Marketing Method helps you create a foundation for your brand to sparkle so it can make an impact and an income. On this podcast, we'll talk all things marketing and help you create an effective strategy for your brand and discuss mindset and productivity tips to help you be at your best, even while you juggle all the things. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 39 of the Consistency Corner podcast, and I am so excited for you guys to listen in on my conversation today with Amber Bibbelheimer. Amber is the host of the Momentum Restart podcast and the developer of the Momentum Restart method, where she helps women, growth-focused women, who want control and intentionality back in their lives, get back on track with the habits that they know that they should be doing, but they've maybe just you know lost some momentum. Her proven method has helped hundreds of women who are juggling all the things, whether it's kids, family, career, um, your own business, health and fitness. And then I really love that we chat about how the methods that she teaches her clients in health and fitness can even be applied to your marketing routine. You know, as we're starting this year and you guys are hearing this episode that's airing in January, this is one that you're going to want to save and definitely going to want to listen to Amber's podcast, The Momentum Restart, if you find your motivation dipping at all or you find yourself getting off track. Um, At the beginning of the year, it's easy to feel like, I'm going to do it, I'm going, 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 and then something trips us up. There's roadblocks that are common, and Amber really helps teach that and help you find ways that work for your system, your life, so that you can build that momentum to create the consistency that actually creates results in what you're working towards. So I can't wait for you guys to listen in. I know these are going to be some great tips to help you build some consistency in your marketing and build momentum as we dive into 2022. Let's jump in. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Consistency Corner podcast. I'm super excited to introduce to you Amber Bibelheimer. And Amber and I connected inside of a mastermind, and I just love her mindset work. And you know what I brought her on today to talk with you about inside of the Consistency Corner is how to get consistent with your marketing strategy if maybe you've fallen off track, because I know there's all times and all different types of goals and things that we set for ourselves. And we say, okay, I'm going to be really consistent. And then we just, you know, stuff happens, life happens, we fall off track. And Amber has got a strategy that she's developed that she's used with clients for goals in several different areas that I think can really apply and help. So we're going to chat through that. Um, but Amber, for the listeners who you know haven't met you yet, share a little bit about yourself and your story and how you got to kind of do what you're doing today. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much, Ruthie, for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited. And I think consistency and momentum, what you're doing, what I'm doing work together so well. So I'm excited to share today. I like you and many of your listeners, I'm sure have always been an entrepreneur at heart. When I was a kid, I sold rocks from a wagon. My mom followed me down the street trying to knock on people's doors, selling rocks to them that I found in my yard. And I would constantly come up with new ways to create events or communities and sales. And 
it's just when you are an entrepreneur, it's just in your blood. Like you're always thinking of new ideas and ways to move forward. And that never ends. I'm also a music teacher. I love music. I love teaching. I specifically love the challenge and reward in figuring out the best way for someone to learn and then watching it click in their mind when they get it. And after my babies were born, I have two little boys. They're actually not little anymore, seven and five, but I was investing my time and finally getting healthy and strong again. So I naturally gravitated towards health coaching as a way to use my love of teaching and motivate others to feel good again. And as a way to hold myself accountable, which I needed after those babies were born. And in the past three years of coaching, I noticed a really big need for more. And especially after 2020 people's willpower, my willpower, everyone's willpower was less than it used to be. And their lives were more hectic than they used to be. So I saw this need for support in following through on goals because so many people were frustrated either in their health or life. And I saw this need and created a method to walk growth focused women through to help them create healthy habits, get rid of mindset traps and all the things that are holding them back and ultimately live the life that they want. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, you said mindset traps and I think that's so that's why on this podcast we do focus so much on mindset along with your marketing strategy because mindset is such it's the foundation for everything, right? Yep. Absolutely. Um, awesome. Yeah. So thank you for for kind of sharing your journey and I'm excited to dig in when we talk about those mindset traps. Like why do you think it is that people struggle so much with consistency? We always start strong with those goals, mm-hmm. but then it seems like no matter what area of your life, whether it's health and fitness, a business goal, a financial goal, like we tend we all experience that where we fall off track. Why do you think we struggle with consistency so much. You're right. It is so common. And that's the first thing to recognize that this is such a common thing. If anyone out there is feeling like you're speaking directly to them, it's okay. Let's have some self-compassion on ourselves. It's a common thing, but the beautiful thing is that we can grow in that and we can move past it. And we can, if we evaluate these setbacks that are holding us back and what those walls that we keep running into and take the time to really process them, we can move forward. So there is hope. And hopefully everyone listening today will leave this podcast feeling that hope, like they can move forward no matter what wall they keep hitting over and over. And the reason why I've seen in most clients struggling with consistency and in myself is really two things. One, not having your goal that you set aligned with your why. And that can look different in whatever your goal is. If we're talking about marketing, you have a goal and maybe you created a goal of how much you want to be reaching out, whether it's on social media or email marketing or belly to belly marketing, whatever you're doing, you set out a goal for that month. Maybe you just created that goal because someone said that that's what you should do, or you read the latest thing that this is what this person said you should do without stopping to consider your unique personality, your unique strengths, and why you wanted to start this business in the first place. And when we don't stop to really dig deep in our why, and I'm I'm sure everybody's heard what is your why? Why are you doing this? That's a great question. Everybody knows to ask that. But the question I want to ask people listening is when you say your why out loud, does it cause an emotional reaction in your body? 
Does it cause tears in your eyes or does it cause goosebumps on your arms or your heart to start like beating a little bit faster because you want that so badly? If it doesn't, then you got to keep digging really figure out why you want this business. And then when you're choosing a goal, you can align it so that it instead, when you don't know what your why is, and you're just randomly choosing these goals, you're just on this hamster wheel. And I think that is why so many people struggle with consistency because they just keep trying, but they're not feeling fulfilled. And it's not actually hitting that why, what they really, really want out of their business. And so they become frustrated and discouraged and then they quit. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, defining that why, like, it's not easy. It's, it's not like, Oh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to write down my why and take five minutes and check that's off my list. Like it's really digging deep. And like you said, going past surface level and not just doing what everybody else is doing because they said that that's what you should do or you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. Um, we talk a lot about being a values-based business. And I think you hit the nail on the head by saying like, if it doesn't feel right and you're not sticking to it, it's because it's not in alignment with your values. And right. then it's not in alignment with your why. So it's not the right goal. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, and with that, why, if someone's um, listening and they're wondering those, those not it being the right goal, or it, you realize like my, why isn't strong enough? Like, so then what, what's next? How do we mm-hmm. get back on track? From yep. Yeah. So if it's not the right goal and what to do next, really stopping to think, like you said, it doesn't take five minutes to figure out what your why is really taking the time to consider your deeper why it takes time to process. And really it's not that hard. It's actually very simple to do. It just takes time and it takes time being uncomfortable to figure it out. And you can do, whether you are a verbal processor and you feel like I can figure this out better by chatting with a friend or a business mentor, or if you love to journal or walk and think, however you process things best, sit down or walk or whatever it is and work through, ask yourself, why did I start this business? And then ask yourself, okay, why did I do that? And why did I do that? When I first started my business, I said, I want to help women be healthy. Well, then someone asked me, well, why do you want to do that? And then I asked, well, I want to see people have a better, longer life. Why do you want that? Well, because I noticed that women so often just ignore their health and their self-care. And I feel like they deserve more. And why do you want that? Because I've seen it negatively impact women and I don't want to see this trend go on anymore. And so on and on and on. And eventually, instead of just saying, I want to help women get healthy. Now my why was, I want to break this cycle of women not believing in themselves enough that they are worth it. And that was powerful. So that Mm -hmm. helped create a real goal that I could move forward in. Yeah. And you know, you said that it can be uncomfortable. And I think that's Mm -hmm. why sometimes we avoid this work because it is a little bit uncomfortable, but the thing is, is that the growth is just on the outside of the uncomfortable zone. Like you have to go through the, the uncomfortableness of change in order to grow and get to that goal. And then it's on the other side of it. That is so, so true. That's exactly it. Every time you're uncomfortable, there's something amazing on the other side. Mm-hmm. And if we shy away from it and we avoid it, I remember early, like in my business venture, reading something from a mentor that said, like, get comfortable, 
get comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And when you're uncomfortable, instead of being like, oh, I have to stop because it, it, it feels uncomfortable. So it feels wrong. And I'm not supposed to be doing this. It's like, no, what's on the other side of it. So can you talk a little bit about that, about like it feeling wrong versus it feeling like uncomfortable because you need to grow through it? Like, how do we know the difference? Oh, that's a really great question. I love that. So a lot of times in women in business, especially we can second guess our own voice. We can second guess our intuition and our gut, and we have a powerful intuition. And a lot of times our body knows the answer before our mind and, or our mind knows the answer, but it's trying to ignore it because it doesn't want to know. And it shows up in our body. So really taking the time to, when you're feeling uncomfortable to sit in that for a minute and, or more than a minute, maybe try to get away from outside distractions, outside people telling you what to do, even noises, just get away from everything. And instead take some deep breaths, remember what your why is, get back to the heart of who you want to be. And then you're going to start feeling, just getting in touch with your body again, which ultimately you will start noticing is this, uh, totally misaligned with your values? Is it showing up in, is this making you sick? Is this making you feel chronically stressed or is it just uncomfortable because you're scared? Are you scared that this, you might fail? Are you scared that you might succeed? And if that is the case, if you're scared, keep pushing through, find someone to encourage you to keep sitting in that or talk through it with you. But if it's the other side of this just really doesn't align with my values, there's that gut feeling like, oh, there's something that this doesn't feel right to me, then consider adjusting your goals. Yeah. And I think you said it's it's giving yourself that space. Like I think as women in business, we are often juggling 10,000 things. We're trying to do it all. I mean, I'll tell you guys a funny story. Like before Amber and I sat down to record this podcast, I messaged her. I'm like in line at Home Depot. I'm trying to do 10,000 things. I'm like trying to do voice, a voice memo. And I'm doing like, I'm doing talk to text because I'm thinking about so many things. And like, we just fill our cups and our plates so much that we don't give ourselves that space. And you have to be, we do, we have to be really intentional, intentional about that space so that we can process those things. Yeah, absolutely. If we don't, and that space too is ultimately where that creativity comes. And then you're going to desire that consistency more because it feels good. Yeah. So when it comes to achieving our goals and okay, we've, we've set a goal, we've got really clear on our why, and we are like, okay, I, I know what to do. I know how to get there. I've got clear on my why, like, why do you think that momentum then is really the secret sauce? I love that. Momentum is really consistency. It really is. Momentum doesn't mean fast. It doesn't mean we're just going to do all the things. It doesn't mean hustle. Momentum means taking one step and putting it in front of the other, adjusting along the way, starting with a really solid foundation and knowing and expecting that there's going to be setbacks that we're going to have to fail like a champ when it happens, because we probably will, but then we're going to keep moving forward. So momentum is committing to moving forward, no matter what comes our way, knowing we might have to adjust. We might have to pivot. We might have to totally change our plan, but we're just going to be committed to staying consistent and moving forward. It's really those small steps. And 
Also adding in helpful, enticing rewards along the way can help you do the thing that you set out to do as well. Like if there's something in your business that you just can't seem to get done or you just can't get any traction with, and it just sits on your list for weeks and weeks and weeks, I am totally guilty of this. Evaluate what that is. What is, what is stopping you from doing the thing? Is there, instead of just getting down on yourself about it and saying, well, I, I failed again. I'm never going to get this thing done and feeling bad about yourself. Stop and evaluate it and ask, is there a mindset block here? Or maybe is it this item, this task on your list, just not in your zone of genius. Maybe you need to delegate or eliminate it. Or I love asking my clients this question. It throws them off and it's so fun. I always ask them, how can you make this more fun? And I think so often, especially in business or health, all the things we have to, we think we have to grind. We just have to work harder, but instead, how can we, how can you make it more fun for yourself? For example, I I hate finances, but I love accountability and relationships. And I actually love filling out forms for some reason. So it's always been something I've loved since I was a kid. And like when you go to the doctor and you have to fill out all the forms, it makes me so happy but I hate finances and I know that I need to be on top of this in my business. So I found a way to make it fun for me. And I recently hired out this portion of my business because otherwise I was never doing it. And I was feeling bad about it. Like, Oh, I'm just bad about this. So I'm never going to be good at this. So instead I found a way that felt fun to me, which was a relationship with it's another woman in business, which I am really passionate about And we have a relationship. She keeps me accountable. She sends me forms. I get to fill them out. And then she does all the things. So when you can get out of your own way and you can shine in the areas that you are best at, then you can keep moving forward. And that wheel can keep moving forward with consistency and momentum. That is such a great example because you're right. It's like, it's that gross mindset of like, okay, well maybe this way didn't work, but what other way could I make this work? Like this thing has to get done, but the way I've been trying, it wasn't working. So let's pivot, try something different. And also I'm going to need your recommendation on who you're working with. Cause I also do not, like to mess. Yep. I do not like to deal with finances. It's one of those things that I like just pretend isn't there. And they're like, no, right? you have to pay attention to this. <laughs> yep. It is important. I'm realizing after, after a couple of years. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So ways to make it fun, ways to, you know, keep putting the one foot in front of the other, absolutely small steps, like still get you there. And, you know, don't you think that people in any goals that they're chasing, like they're always looking for that magic pill. They're always looking for like the way to go viral, like the one big thing. And like the secret is that there is no one big thing. It's small steps over time consistently and building that momentum. Yeah, absolutely. And, and believing in who you are and what you bring to the table and you're going to have more momentum faster. It's going to increase quicker. If you are doing the things that you enjoy, you love what you're passionate about instead of doing all the things other people tell you to do. Yeah. You know, I, I've talked a lot with clients about, you know, focusing on progress over perfection, but Mm -hmm. even deeper than that, focusing on the process over the progress and celebrating, like I took step one, I took step Mm -hmm. two, and eventually you will see the progress. But by celebrating the process, you build that confidence and then you ultimately build that momentum and you get those results. I love that idea. Celebrate the process. Love that, Ruthie. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So, okay. I know you work with 
clients a lot in health and fitness goals. And I think absolutely our health and fitness is like a foundation to our overall well-being, which drives us to be better business um, people. So if you can just talk for a minute about the Momentum Restart and what you do and how you help clients with their health and fitness goals. Absolutely. Thank you. So I am on Instagram at coach Amber B and I hang out there a lot. You can also find my website at coachamberb.com because no one can remember Bebelheimer. So we took that off and ultimately what I am doing is everything we talked about today. Women are setting, they know what to do. Growth focused women are health conscious women and they know how to get healthy. They know they should work out. They know like they love a certain nutrition program or they follow a certain workout that they love, but they're just frustrated that they can't keep moving forward. They start strong on Monday, Wednesday gets a little iffy. And then Friday they throw in the towel and say, I'm going to start again on Monday. So what the momentum restart does is really digs deep. It is really high accountability, high level personalized coaching that walks them through all the things we talked about today. Like, why do you want this? How can we adjust? How can we make this more fun for you? And it's just a beautiful addition onto whatever health program a person is doing, or maybe they've created their own health program that they're following and just, it works best for them. And we really go deeper than that. It starts off with people wanting to be healthy, but usually I'm having conversations with people about how can we make your work life balance better? How can we, I talked to the client last week about for 30 minutes about how she wanted to start reading again, because it's something she enjoyed and missed having that time for herself. So it's just really about getting back to you and what's important to you and treating your mind and body well. And you can uh, find, that- I'll make sure you have it too, Ruthie. So you guys are welcome to, if you enjoyed these questions today and you want to dig a little bit deeper and try to figure out your why. And again, this can totally be applied to business as well. All of these things. So if it, for your business, for your health, whatever it is, if you want to download the free restart roadmap, it takes you through a lot of detailed journal questions to keep going. I love that. And yes, we'll definitely put that in the link in the show notes. Um, so you guys can grab it. I think journaling is so powerful. And then really, like you said, inside of your group coaching community and accountability, like that's where the magic happens. Mm -hmm. Like without it, you can, you know, you can do a lot on your own, but you add in some community and an accountability partner and like, you will be amazed at what you can achieve. It's magical for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. And you guys definitely check out Amber on Instagram. She has some fantastic motivation for you, whether it is health and fitness or things that can totally be applied to your business journey. Um, and then before we wrap up, I have a couple of just fun questions to get to know you a little bit better. Um, the first is, and I know you are a mom as well. Um, Mm -hmm. what is the most helpful tip about mom life that you have been given over the years? Ultimately it was that it's okay to take time for myself and that it's not just okay, that it's absolutely needed. I recently was reading uh, something that talked about when you're yelling at your kids, it's not so much that you're frustrated with them. It's because you haven't taken time out for yourself. Yeah. Um, so that was happening this morning. And then my husband's like, you need to go get your workout in and have some time by yourself. Cause we just know in our family, that's, that's what we need. We need those little breaks and it's not just okay. It's absolutely needed. 
Yes, absolutely. And that is so true that like you recognize and I'm, you have learned to recognize and even he's learned to recognize that like, okay, if mommy's losing it, like yep. mommy needs help. <laughs> mommy needs a workout right now. Yes, I totally agree with that. And we can't, you know, we can't fill from an empty cup. We just mm-hmm. can't like we right. have to take care of ourselves. So Absolutely. that's awesome advice. Um, okay. And the next question is what is your favorite personal development book or podcast? And I know it's super hard to pick a favorite. So mm-hmm. if there's one that's you've read recently that resonated with you, if you can share that. Yes. I love this question. And if you could see my nightstand, I think I'm up to 20 books sitting on my nightstand right now. <laughs> it, there's so many. And I have a favorite that I actually go back to over and over again. It is beautifully put together. And it's actually called, it's a book called self-care for extremely busy women by Suzanne Coulter. It is, she also has a great podcast too. And it's so calming and relaxing and it is, it changed my life. It's been, it's written in such a beautiful way where it talks about different ways that you can have self-care, which really are just basic needs, like making sure you're having space and time for yourself, but then gives you a lot of journal questions to work through and help you actually plan a retreat just for yourself, just to have space. And it really held me accountable to make sure I was taking that time. That's awesome. I love that. I will have to check that out. And then our last question for fun, I'm a big concert fan. Like that's just one of my favorite things to do is go to concerts. So what is the best concert that you've ever been to your favorite concert? This was a hard question because there's been so many great ones. I went to the one that stuck out to me the most was I actually went to music school in Nashville and I loved living there because everywhere you go, there is music and everyone who sings or plays is incredible. Like there's just incredible music for breakfast, lunch, dinner on every block constantly. And I remember one night we walked down by the river downtown and just a random Thursday night and right on the river, a free concert just happened to be, and this is going to date me, but it was the red hot chili peppers and Bob Dylan singing that night. And it was just amazing how we just kind of stumbled upon it and it was free. And it was just like no big deal because that's how they roll in Nashville, which was amazing. It was such a cool thing. That's awesome. I bet that was a really fun place to live. Yes. I loved it. I miss it for sure. Very, very cool. Well, I, I actually will just say that Nashville is like, I've been, but I went for a work trip, so I didn't get to really do anything fun. And mm-hmm. next year, next year I'm turning 40. And so I'm Yay. thinking about my 40th birthday and I'm like, I either want to go to Napa or Nashville to Ooh, celebrate. That's so, a hard call. Yeah. Uh, right? I have to do I've both. never been to either one. Right. Yeah. There we go. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, Amber, thank you again so much for being here and sharing your story and your strategies with our listeners. Um, remind everybody one more time where they can find you. And then of course I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. And you can find me at coach Amber B on Instagram. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for being here. Um, and thanks for sharing your story. Thank you, Ruthie. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Consistency Corner podcast. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Consistency Corner for more marketing made easy, mindset tips, and behind the scenes of working mom life. If today's podcast was helpful, I'd love it if you would leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share a screenshot and tag me in stories so I can cheer you on and learn more about how to support you in building a brand 